0: Greetings, everyone. I am Aurora. I am ecstatic to be here with you. This has been such a beautiful collaboration waiting in the organic timeline to manifest and create. It is the greatest honor for me to be here with these beautiful five other panelists in this most phenomenal, dynamic, Soul and Heart Activating roundtables, one of the ones that you will ever watch. Thank you for clicking and thank you for being here. Ah, Beautiful. So a quick intro to our roundtable today. We have, we will allow for them to introduce themselves in a minute, the way that it's going to go. And it 1-11. <laughs> and we have that set. In case you wanna join us on the 13th hour, as it is the most 13th uh, powerful hour, if you wanna join us in sending love to the earth and healing the inverted. (laughs) Very good. Now, yes, uh, the way that this is going to go is that we have uh, different perspectives of different uh, panelists here who all carry a most phenomenal, um, say, color of the rainbow. And they will be sharing about two topics, either a question from their uh, viewers or something that is very important for them in this time and space. So that's how we will go. Thank you. Please share this video and um, you all know what to do. Thank you. I will begin with my introduction with who I am since I am speaking. As I said, I am Aurora. I am the founder of Aura, of Aura Hypnosis Healing, which is a past life regression. It's a entity removal technique. And it is, um, I am also the author of Galactic Soul History of the Universe, which is past life regression, what I spoke of where the universe herself went and um, she found these beautiful internationally clients that did past life regressions with me that collaborated together somehow put to, well they did them individually, but when we put the book together, they got to tell their journey and then with that so did um, the universe tell her journey through them. So you can find it under Amazon in your perspective country as well as um, a couple things. I in the last four years, I've had the greatest honor, love and joy to be able to service over 3000 people in courses and classes and sessions. So if you're ever looking for certification through the past life regression, that's what I offer as well as Galactic Akashic teachings. I offer those sessions as well. And then as well as raw Reiki, you can find more information about me under risingphoenixaurora.com, my YouTube channel, Rising Phoenix Aurora, as well as um, uh, Patreon. Thank you so much, that is all. (laughs) Okay, so Laura, love, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Sure, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for uh, creating this for all of us to come together. And uh, yeah, my name's Laura Eisenhower. I have the website cosmicguide.org where you'll find my new weekly show on Conscious Vitality which is a censorship-free platform. I've been an international speaker for the last 10 years and I speak on all sorts of subjects um, like health, exopolitics, alchemy, metaphysics, uh, galactic history. And really my mission is to help free us from the 3D holographic time loop, false arconic systems, and military- industrial complex. And so a lot of the focus on the ex- uh, Exopolitical information I bring forth has to do with things that have been largely held in secrecy, particularly during the Eisenhower administration, as far as uh, you know, the contact that took place and also events that took place after the, the second world war that um, it's sort of uh, what's in our face now and the here and now. And I focus a lot on ascension and what that means and DNA, earth grids, our divine blueprints Uh, ET races. And I just hope to inspire people to step into unity consciousness and help bring us back into the zero point unified field, the totality of our divine powers. And uh, I also am a medical and intuitive astrologer. And uh, and some interesting developments since this ascension window period began. So I focus a lot on the 13th sign and the activations coming through with that. That's pretty much it. And I'm working on some books that will come out. It's a three part series. The first one should be out at the end of the year.
0: Beautiful, Todd, would you like to go left?
2: Yes, hi. I'm Todd DeVinny. I uh, am the author of Expansion for Ascending Consciousness the series It's a three part series for expanding your consciousness it uh it delves into a connection that I received that uh a few years ago that's providing the information that i'm putting through the books um i have a, an engineering degree and that they're using the science that i have to try and articulate concepts that are very difficult to to put into words so the first book is a basically an overview the second book gets very technical and then we're going to pull back for the third book and just kind of talk about fourth density and what we're looking at as we're in the new construct. Um, it's been an interesting journey for me. Uh, I see that I am the only man here in this group, and it's um, it's honor to be here and, and to be included here with these people. Um, that is my story, and you can check out enlightenaspectproductions.org. My book is available worldwide. It's being uh, the first book is being uh, translated into Spanish, Croatian, Lithuanian. I don't know. It, it just keeps on going, the The list of the languages that it's being translated into. So you should probably be able to find the books wherever you want. And of course, you know, I do past life regressions and, and that sort of thing to help people. It's just kind of a side thing to help with the ascension process that we're all involved in here. That's it.
0: Magenta.
3: Hi everyone, this is such a powerful energy, it's amazing. Um, So I'm I'm Magenta Pixie, and I've been receiving uh, a contact since 1993, which I connected with in meditation, a higher consciousness, um, higher self, or um, expanded consciousness, multidimensional consciousness, whatever you want to call that. Um, they present to me as nine white-winged beings and I call them the white-winged collective consciousness of nine and I've been bringing forward their messages since 2008 um, in video form and I'm the author of five channeled books. Um, I won't go into all the titles of them now but, uh, but there's been five, three of them sort of following on from the other, um, communicating in these uh, books as a a sort of a a structure, a monadic structure, which I then sort of decode into the material. And um, the material is presented in a, 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 what they say is a sixth dimensional format. So it's using um, sacred geometry combined with archetypal structure and um, landscape from hyperspace together to assist individuals to um, find those triggers or key codes within that material to be able to activate their own um, aspect that moves them into that same communication so that when we move into a time such as we are in now people are able to then connect to a guidance system that is a, a finely tuned aspect of intuition or gut feeling if you will but finely tuned enough for them to be able to have the faith and trust in that guidance so that that guidance will assist them through the times we're in now and and the coming times. That's really what the work is is about. So that's me.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. And then we have uh, our beloved sister, Maya Ra.
4: Hello, everyone. It's such a pleasure to be here and it's such an honor to be here. My name is Maya Ra and I am a quantum quantum energy healer. So I've been, yeah, I've been on this path for a while and I actually been following. So it's really beautiful to be here today. I've been really um, following the work of some of you beautiful souls here. So i um, Magenta. I read all of her books, but the first and definitely helped activates me a lot. And I practice aura hypnosis. Uh, that is a modality that Aurora created and it's been really so, so fulfilling to my soul to be able to help in this way. And I also specialize in sacred sexuality. So a lot of my work is focused on sacred sexuality, which, and healing the distortions with our sexual energy and our creative energy. So I have an online course in Sacred Sexuality 101 and my YouTube channel as well. I share a lot about ascension and about sacred sexuality. So I combine both aspects and, and yeah, my intention, my purpose as well is is to really be of service and help any soul that that is on this path as well that wants to free themselves to remember that they are free and sovereign and embody their freedom and their power so that's why we're here and i'm honored to be here as well with all of you i saw some of i definitely watched a lot of Laura's work and some of todd's and marissa and i'm really really grateful to be here thank you
0: thank you sister and then we have our beautiful marissa Thank
5: you, Aurora. I'm so happy to be here with all of you. And um, I have something to share before I talk about myself. And yesterday I was driving around here in New Jersey and I passed a sign that said, Aurora Lighting. And then today um, I passed another sign, which was kind of crazy. And um, it was your last name, Quisada Landscaping. So I was like, okay, this is divine, these are that is a sign, if there ever was, about divine timing. So I just wanted to pass that along. I'm just thrilled to be here with all of you. I respect everybody here on this panel. Um, Aurora, I just love you. Thank you for organizing this and putting us all together. Uh, Laura, as you know, you have been an inspiration to me. When I was writing my last book, The Big Shebang, and um, I, I just devoured everything. You said, everybody here, Magenta, Todd, Maya, Mayara. Uh, I just think everybody here is extremely gifted and I just feel like such great energy being with all of you. So my background is a little bit different. I, um, first of all, I went to Catholic school when I was four and questioned, whether uh how a male god could give birth to all this and from then on it was like i was cast aside and it was really difficult for me um the school was called bender memorial which is hilarious like bender memorial so uh i didn't really get along in catholic school so my mother pulled me out and um i became a cartoonist i cartooned for the new yorker and i've had a column I've written cartoon column in the New York Times a long time ago got fired for that for basically writing the truth and getting in a lot of trouble um but anyway so so I've written four graphic novels I'm writing another one now the latest is a big shebang and I thought I was writing about the divine feminine but the more I researched the divine feminine story I realized that the divine human story was squelched so I realized I was actually writing about the, our, divine, our divinity and our human blueprint and who we really are and how we are much more powerful than we've been led to believe And our real history or history, or human story has been buried. So, and I just realized that one of my messages is don't lose heart and stay human human which really resonates now with what's going on. So uh, that's who I am. Um, I'm an artist and I just feel like I get a lot of messages I always have and I am just really grateful and honored to be here with all of you so thank you.
0: Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Um, I'm sure you all can feel this, uh, this beautiful, pure love energy, infinite love energy from everyone and we're really blasting the earth in this time and space. anytime you watch this video. So our, our brother, Todd, would like to open it up, which um, would you like to open it up with your first um, conversation topic?
2: Sure. Um, my, my connection, my awareness, whatever you want to call it, I can see what's happening here in a lot of different ways and other people, today probably are going to talk about some of those ways. I've been asked to keep it generic and focused upon the ascension aspect and the consciousness aspect of who and what we are. Uh, My books are very, very right-brained. And that's for a reason, because a a lot of us are, are stuck there and needed to be kind of freed up from that. So... My books are along those lines and I'm not going to do that today. I'm not going to get very technical at all. But I did write something, so you're going to watch me read this thing because it's better than just being free-form. I'd like to talk about the idea of ascension and enlightenment and connect it to what we're currently witnessing in the world we live in. When someone says ascension with, within the awakened community, everyone immediately associates the term with moving into higher states of consciousness. The term enlightenment is another term that relates to the expanding knowledge associated with these higher states of consciousness. Both terms, while different in definition, are attempting to define a complex process occurring within individualized consciousness as the energy within it expands beyond itself and begins to feel the first tingles of energetic unity. Ascension, by definition, is the act of rising above or ascent beyond. This can be visualized as a stairway that is climbed. Imagine the ascension of consciousness on Earth as a two-dimensional stairway. This stairway has a ground floor where everyone begins their journey. Looking upward from this point, we see a stairway to be climbed that rises from floor to floor into the vastness of intelligent infinity. Since we're in a polarized construct, we can also look down from the ground floor and see the stairs that lead into the darkness of separation. If we take all of the consciousnesses currently incarnated upon earth and place them on this stairway based on the energy their consciousnesses contain, we find them populating different levels from the basement to the entry of the next floor of existence and everywhere in between. But let's focus on the group at the entry to the next floor. There's another concept that goes as far back into history as there are records to record it. And that's the separation of consciousness that has gained the energy to move into a higher existence from those who have not. It goes by many names, the shift, the event, the rapture, the harvest, new earth, doesn't matter what you call it. But what it means is that a sufficient group within the collective has reached the next floor and is ready to enter it for the next level of experience. I don't want to focus on the technical aspects of polarity because ultimately it isn't going to matter. But we need to understand a little bit about how it operates to make sense of what we are witnessing in the world. The stairway we visualize leads upward into unity with all that is. This increasing energy of light, love, and harmony is shared freely with all who resonate within its spectrum. This is the energy of universal consciousness and it is without measure. However, a polarized stairway also has a path that leads away from that energy of unity into a darkened basement of self focus. What's important to understand is that the energy in this basement is completely dependent upon the number of consciousnesses willing to descend into it and remain there. Therefore, the intention of those content to remain in the basement is to coerce as many as they can into the darkness and keep them there. One less concept should bring everything we're witnessing into focus, and that's the inherent harmonic resonance between consciousness. The particulate of consciousness can be likened to a tuning fork. Without going into the science, these particles of consciousness can be accelerated when exposed to a higher energetic field. Like tuning forks in proximity, a higher energy consciousness will impact and accelerate those it interacts with. This can be visualized on the ascension stairway as holding your hand out to your fellow travelers and helping them climb the stairs to the next floor. When we overlay the separation taking place between those reaching for the light of unity and those wanting to stay in a darkened basement of self-interest, what we are watching play out begins to make sense. If consciousness and energetic proximity can tune each other and assist in climbing the stairway, it is in the best interest of those in the basement to prevent energetic proximity. Curiously, energetic proximity for consciousness is about the inner fourth density is about six feet. At this physical distance, your auras are just beginning to touch. By the time you're close enough to hug someone, you have completely immersed yourself in each other's energies. Love, compassion, truth, and trust are the required energetic signatures of approaching unity. They have to be for the consciousnesses to connect and become a collective. Descending into the basement of separation requires the opposite energetic signatures of hate, cruelty, lies, and dissension. Is it any wonder then that what we're witnessing is an all-out attempt to create fear anger and division the separation between those seeking unity and those th- seeking continued separation has never been clearer than it is right now and that's it
0: beautiful thank you brother thank you
5: okay.
0: thank you yes um one of the reasons why we i had we, i was asked to have todd here um, was his perspective about, you know, I guess you would call it spiritual science. Um, there's not really quite a word for it, but um, his, his explanation to creation and the scientific point of view, which is absolutely genius. Absolutely. genius. Um, when, you, when you read his books, he, he breaks it down between that. So thank you. Thank you for explaining that. I think that's very simple and very clear for those. Um, thank you. Now, Magenta Love, would you like to go next? So are we
3: commenting on the previous speaker's topic? You can, yes, absolutely. Or so feel
0: free to do what. you want. Or did you want us to so bring comment? out
3: on a new topic?
0: So you can comment oh. if you want, okay. of course. Everyone can comment and then, um, yeah. and then just bring the topic that you would like to. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, I mean, Todd, I'm not familiar with your work, never met you before, but um, completely resonate with everything you say. And that's exactly what's happening. Um, because unity, if we move into unity, then those who don't want that, those who um I'm trying to code my words, those who want a, a lower vibration, if you will, because that is what sustains them then that sustainability won't be there anymore for them if we're moving into a unity, which is why they're creating all of this fear. And um, it's a difficult concept because it's misunderstood, I believe, in the spiritual community to a point. So individuals will think that um, uh, when you are unified, then that means that everything you do, everything you say, must be part of unity. And that can be um, misunderstood because there's already a separation that's being created. So we need to acknowledge that separation. And also, when we are moving into our own truth, we will find ourselves in a polarity um, as if we are part of that separation. And we simply have to go there in order to stand in opposition to that which is trying to prevent unity. But then when we do that, we also move into unity at the same time and it's more integrative. And I do think um, you know it is misunderstood because I've been talking a lot lately about things that are occurring on, in this reality. And just by virtue of talking about them and looking at Um, where perhaps I stand and others like me stand other people are interpreting that as creating division whereas I see that as acknowledging division so that one can integrate it into unity but I resonated with everything that Todd said going into the topics I wanted to talk about you know I, I thought I'd choose something that appears on the surface to be very very simple um, it's it's a discussion I've been having today with my group on Telegram. I just um, spoke about a topic and asked some questions and got some amazing answers from everyone. It's very simple, and I think spirituality, enlightenment, ascension, it it has a simplicity within it and a certain sort of energy of just pure nature within it. So I was actually asking about tea specific to healing. And specific to healing situations that may occur in our reality right now. For example, something like um, uh, something that may make us unwell, like perhaps, let's say, a virus, or something more um, man made, something more chemical, perhaps, that may maybe something to do with a woman called Maxine or something to do with apple juice, you know, where, where can we find healing there? Obviously there is no guarantee within that healing because it's so all encompassing and on so many levels, but tea specifically, um, there are healers out there that have been talking about tea and this is making really an infusion from fresh um, compounds that you find in nature, specifically herbs Um, and dried herbs as well, and where they may have a place. And I'd had information myself about how important this is, even though it does seem quite simple. So after communicating with the people in my group, uh, we came to the conclusion that there were a few quite important teas that may assist you regardless of what choice you made or where you are in this journey of healing. But perhaps specifically to those who are around people who may be giving off an aura that is not necessarily aligned with source, but an aura that is perhaps more of an artificial construction, let's say, something, some kind of um, uh, broadcast signal, let's say, that's artificial. So the tease that we came up with between myself and the individuals in the group as probably the most important ones, the ones that can really help with that were white pine, sage, thyme, dandelion and fennel. And one other person mentioned mistletoe as working extremely well for them. And then when it comes to perhaps viruses and colds and that sort of thing, then licorice was also mentioned as a really, really good one. So a really simple topic there And that's what I wanted to
5: bring up.
0: There we go. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Magenta. And I am going to go to um, not a simple topic. (laughs) Um, As you all know, you watch me on my YouTube, there's not too much that I do that is quite simple. (laughs) Um, But I make it also very uh, understandable for you to understand. So there was a question that um, one of uh, the viewers actually from our last live channeling um, had asked. And in that time and space, my team said um, to put it to the side and that it was going to be for something important. Now I know that it's for something very important. For those of you who know me, you know that everything I do, I do it with the greatest passion, love, honor, and respect. So one of the biggest things for me is to communicate, to communicate about the children. That's my number one thing. And that's the main reason, one of the main reasons why I volunteered or I, I, you know, came into this vessel to assist. Um, So the question was phenomenal and it actually comes right after both of what they, um, Magenta and Todd spoke of. Now, um, let's see, I, uh, which I forgot to mention, I channel um, the Council of 12, 13, which, is, or which are the elders of creation, as well as they go into multiple councils. And then I just call them the Galactics to make it simple. And then also raw. The, but uh, truly they go infinite, we're infinite, right? Now, this is a topic that has, they've been preparing me for for since last year to talk about. And um, so the question was, the children being conceived, born by vaccinated parents, do they come out as AI already? So I wanted to address this question, because if you've been watching and, uh, you know, reading and watching our videos on uh, YouTube for Aura Hypnosis, there's uh, what's going on with consciousness and, you know, the galactic war on consciousness that's occurring. So um, we explained the history to, you know, what the archons are, what the AI, you know, they came from a parallel universe, someone in this parallel universe. Some kind of group decided to play God when they shouldn't have had, and they, through negative technologies, uh, removed the love light within them. They became soulless. These, they're not even entities because they're soulless. And then basically it became a virus. They infested their entire universe. When that happened, they figured out how to somehow get that um, We'll call it uh, virus, AI virus into our into our universe. So that's when the, neg- the you know there was organic positive polarization and, and and dark positive. I mean there was dark and negative um, dark and light that were you know organic. And what this archon AI did was it um, you could say put a plague in the darkness and then infringing upon humanity. So I wanted to explain that briefly, really quick in case you haven't been watching us. Um, So what is occurring with the children that are being conceived is that, so let's talk about an energetic point of view because um, that's that's what I do. I go into quantum fields and I'm able to see uh, people's energies. So. When you're looking at a, a mother and a father, we've already talked about it in prior videos. We've also talked about it, the beginning of it, when we had our last video with Magenta and Laura. And then Laura says something extremely enlightening and that activated me. And then Magenta also with the explanations of the Maxine or the jab. And um, I saw, they showed me a vision. They showed me the earth and they showed me how when these people insert this AI into them. One, of course, they're inserting an archon virus energetically. Then it's going in and it's morphing um, their DNA, which we've talked about that in many videos. And it's making them hybrid. They have the AI in them, right? So what happens is for those of us who have conceived, right? We've conceived our, our children here. We know what it's like to carry life within us. And you know, perhaps Todd, maybe you were a female in another life. You could try to tap into that. <laughs> um, but yes. And when you carry your child, you know that everything that is around you energetically, you the child, your your child, your sacred child inside can feel it, including our food, the water, everything that is intaking. So what's going on is that when this injection is, is inserting, it is affecting them in some form and there have been recent videos that have been coming up which I'll go into the energetic consistency of that where children of these parents who are who have received them maxine are different okay so before I go into how different they are I will explain now what's So in some form, it depends on the child, though, because everything is an infinity of perspective, right, and infinity of possibilities. So a child might be in there, and they're this volunteer, they're full of light, but all of a sudden, by a choice, because we'd never know what you're going to uh, agree to and accept in your reality in your in your life, because you're, you're your creator, right, you're your manifester. So by choice, you choose Perhaps you know the doctor that you might be seeing uh, you know convinces you to get this shot early on that that goes into into um, into the the cells of you, and there's actual data out there where there's doctors that are you know have gone through and looked actually at the consistency of the different vaccines. Um there is one doctor, which I, I can't remember his name right now, but he found a parasite actually in the one that B supports, he, he has an actual pictures of it. So I'll try to look that up and I'll add it on my social media. So you're inserting this and then the child is also actually intaking it. Now, however, like I said, with the perspectives, there, is, there are children that can withhold it depending on what type of energy they, they are. So it, there's just really an infinity of possibilities. My goal is to create, create awareness in regards to the children. As we speak, the children are our future because they're the future timelines. These powerful children that are coming into the wombs right now can literally come in and start shifting the timeline of their family. That's what they're doing. So they can wake up an entire family by their presence. Okay? That's how powerful they are. So, in, they per, in their perspective, as as Todd explained, down in the basement, they want to keep them down there. They, because they don't want. So, what they view is the children are enemy number one, which is unfortunate. Now, this is why also one of the reasons why when people are expecting, they're around people, um, they're losing. If they're caring, they're losing their babies. If they get the Maxine they're losing their babies this is true there's actual people thousands of people talking about this okay these are actual babies and life forms inside wombs so the reason why they're losing their babies is because because the soul has a choice has do i stay and do i allow this hybrid ai integrate into me or Another choice that could happen is that their soul would be binded by this black magic. They would be there, but they would be compromised in some form. And then the other choice is to leave, bail out, and not allow this. So this is why mothers are miscarrying. Because the star seeds are so powerful in light love that they're they're not choosing to be that because their mother or father chose. An inverted choice. Okay. Um, so I wanted to explain that. And the minute that so I'm writing book two to the galactic social history of the universe. There are three chapters that Divine Mother asked me to share with with the with the world. You can get a preview of that. It's three chapters preview. They wanted the world to read them now. Um, chapter two, it actually goes into how they insert the infant child and this was through a past life regression, how they insert um, the child, the, bin, the minute that they, they've conceived them, how they insert them into the inverted matrix. You all know, I talk about that with the, you know, the pods and, and how we're in that simulation, okay? So they go through that process and it's parasitic. And it really reminds me, Magenta, of the dream that you had that um, the Galactics had me watch. Um, where you were talking about the, the organic life form and she was carrying, and she was about to birth. And then there was these parasitic that had, they were mindless, that all they knew was that they were hungry and they needed to feed, right? So that's what it, that's what it is. The minute the mother, they go into the system, they go to the hospital, the system is set up where they do different uh, testings on them. And they collect, we already know that, they collect the genes, they connect they, the DNA, they, okay. So it is important that we, as, he, as um, warriors of love light, start, continue to bring up awareness about the children, because yes, everything is divine, and yes, everything will ultimately play out because we have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and an infinite plans to oppose their negative polarization intentions, that we do. We don't know how we're going to get there, but we do get there. However, the souls, they're not their souls. Those are not theirs, this Archon universe. So we don't consent to them doing this to our babies and our future organic timelines. This is why we speak of now. So Um, Let me see if there's anything else I want to add about that. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: Yeah, there's um, so much that I can add to that, but we would be here for hours. Um, So that is my topic that I wanted to communicate. And um, thank you for listening to me. (laughs) All right. Who would like to go next? Mayra? Yeah, go ahead, love.
4: Yeah, um, I feel it connects a lot, you know, with what I want to bring, with what you just said, and I also, you know, want to ask some perspectives from whoever feels called to, because what is happening in my life, you know, is that I know people that um, they are already aware to a certain degree about the matrix. They are, you know, they are aware about many things, but not to the degree that we are. So and they are open, you know, so these people are open, they are not resistant to information, they are just not aware of everything. So now they are being forced by their jobs, you know, they're getting like an ultimatum, if that's the words, like either you take this shots or you cannot work here anymore. And some of these people, like they have families that they, you know, they're scared of the unknown because they have families that, that needs, you know, they have families that needs their, you know, they don't know how they're going to provide for the family or they're just unsure of what's going to happen. And the thing is, they are just not aware of, to the degree that we are, as far as like on the soul level that they are, that they are giving consent to, to an infringement of their soul. You know, They're pretty much selling their soul and they're giving consent to an AI, artificial intelligence to mix with their DNA and alter who they are. They are not aware of those things and, and they're not aware as well about ascension and how we can you know, affect their ascension process to the point that may not even be possible. So I'm even already saying, you know, that, that those are the things that I see and that I know, you know, that, that is always more information. But I wonder like if any of you have what would you tell someone in this situation? Would you even say anything? Would you just trust their higher selves? Like, what would you say as an advice? Because sometimes I have people asking me, and, and I'm talking again about people that are already open, because if you people that are like they're fully unawake. That's a big jump for them, you know? <laughs> so we see some doctors talking about uh, physical issues, you know, some doctors and they, they get banned and they get, but not many people are talking about the spiritual consequences. And so, any of you feel called to share anything? Like, what would you tell someone in the situation they have to make the decision if they take that shot or no?
0: I would direct them to Magenta Pixie's YouTube channel.
4: <laughs> I feel the same at Magenta and yours too.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yes. <Okay>. I think <laughs> sorry, I I would also I would also direct you to Laura's Laura's channel as well because Laura talks about this quite a bit.
1: Thanks, Marisa. <laughs> um, yeah, it, are, are you um, still in the midst of the share or are we moving to someone? I couldn't quite catch. You were kind of posing a question to the group, right?
4: So yeah, if anyone feels called to share anything else, I don't know if Todd maybe wanted to say something, but then also keep continuing, right? Cause I feel like we shared a lot about that as well, like um, with, with Aurora and myself.
0: Todd, were you going to answer her question? Do you want to say it?
2: I, I was going to add something. I First, I, I haven't looked at anybody else's information, so I don't know what I'm saying, whether it jives or, or doesn't jive. However, my perspective is we are a field of photonic consciousness. We choose to connect to the body that we experience this construct in And it is our our vehicle for the lifetime, however long it lasts, whether that's, you know, (laughs) the first trimester or in 90 or 100 years. In this conversation that we're having about taking these things into our body, we have to understand that we're impacting the vehicle. Okay, so it's like we take it to the wrong mechanic, and he messes up our engine pretty bad. And we're going to be like clunking down the road for a long time. Now, Magenta is talking about a better mechanic, maybe in the T's that can fix it, you know, the problem that the other mechanic messed up in our in our bodies. Where I where I start to see a disconnect in the information that I have about universal consciousness and some of the concepts that we're talking about is in this mechanic messing up our body somehow translates to the consciousness when it leaves the body at the end of the lifetime and i i have a problem with that because it doesn't really fit within the framework of the scientific concepts that i have brought forward that i'm connected to now aurora you talk about the the galactics and the 12 and everything and you and i both know we're talking to the same people and in the 12, we can both see each other sitting. If we can see that, I understand that. That's probably why you've invited me here for other, you know, other reasons. Is that we're having conversations at a different level, too. Consciousness, we're here, we're here to learn these lessons. We're here to make choices, and we don't always make the right choices. You know, we have people that go down into dark alleys and you know have drug and alcohol problems, and they get through with their lifetime and are like, all right, that was a really bad idea. Let's not do that again or maybe they do it again. And I, I would tend to think that we are here again, making these choices. And we may, we may find ourselves in the basement because of some of the choices we're making. But ultimately, you know, we could, there's still a stairway to climb out of it, you just have to be able to turn the light on and, and get yourself out of it. So when you're asking, when these people are asking you questions about, do I get it? Or do I not get it? obviously you know i think everybody sitting here would say do not get that thing because clearly we're invested in the path that we're on in this lifetime and we want it to go up to as my as my allegory the the next level and we want to open that door and move into what comes next we don't want to be stuck in a basement ultimately everybody gets to make their own decision i have people around me that have decided to get it and you know i'm really sad for them but they're you know i can't make their decisions for them so, so- Anyway, that's just what I wanted to share is that I think that we're impacting the lifetime that we're in. And I mean, maybe you can, you guys can enlighten me a little bit, but I don't see how that would translate to when we're done with this vehicle, how it's going to impact us in the next choices that we make after we've healed and moved on through the process and decide to incarnate again. So uh, I'll leave it at that and I'll stop talking.
0: Do
3: you want me to comment on this, as it is something that I've been kind of working on over the last few weeks? This okay. is the information that's been coming through. It's been very much. Um, sorry, did you want to speak, Laura? Oh, I'll go. I, I'm. I'm fine. I'll. I'll oh, okay. No, I'll just. I'll just be really quick. I mean, you know what Todd is saying is um, a, a really, really good question. As I said, I've been having this information come through me over the last few weeks. So. On the highest possible level, from the perspective of source consciousness and oneness and unity, nothing can impact the soul. Nothing. You are always pure, always whole, always part of source. But there are multiple levels between here and source. So if you do make a choice that is perhaps, if you will, not the best choice for your vehicle, it absolutely impacts your journey on a linear level, on on a somewhat linear level, because in the fourth dimension, I mean, Todd, you mentioned fourth density. Fourth density is the fifth dimension, if you're speaking in two different models here. The fourth dimension is kind of, you know, in between the third and the fifth and wouldn't quite be fourth density. So that is more linear. It's not as linear as this reality, but it's more linear. So when you are moving through ascension on a linear level, you are given at planetary end times a choice point. And it is a choice point that is reflective of multiple, multiple incarnations that you will have gone through in, in the sort of entire Um, journey of your soul when it comes to being in physicality and those different choice points at end times can be different depending on the planet and the time period so here in this reality we have a choice point and it's taking the place of multiple things but one that has been deliberately created part of a hijack is that which we're calling Maxine so, the majority, but not all of the individuals who are taking this vaccine and are actually aligning with a, a real one, because obviously we know that some of them are not all real, some of them are different and are just sort of placebo. But those who are making that choice and aligning up with a real one, what they actually do is they affect the cellular level at such a degree that they are no longer able to hold charge which my guidance system calls quantum convergence charge or blue star fire. What it is, it is, it's a kind of kinetic momentum within the cells that allows you to retain memories of multiple incarnations. And then those memories sit within Sorry. the more genetic field. Sorry, did you did you lose me? And basically this- Maxine, You cut off, yes, we cut off
0: right after- or I think
3: sorry did you lose me I can I can hear pretty well maybe it's you just
0: half a sentence
3: yeah okay so what I was saying is this this um me max hello this maxine prevents you being able to hold those memories you are not able to have the charge to hold those memories and align with the morphogenetic field therefore you can't go through an ascension process on a linear level and from that perspective you would not make it through this twenty-six thousand year cycle and you would go back to the beginning again or incarnate on another 3d planet many metaphors about that on a linear level that's what happens so you are actually making a choice and the whole reason why this is being done And going back to what Aurora said about the children, it's to prevent the starseed consciousness from incarnating. So, um, you know, I could go on much more, but, uh, you know, all I'd like to say is where Todd is coming from is correct, because on a on a source level where there's no linear consciousness and pure consciousness, that is all linear. That doesn't take place in oneness. So those individuals who are going into, if you will, fourth density or the fifth dimension or multi dimensional consciousness they don't perceive this linear reality so everyone's ascending with them because there is no time there but there are other dimensions and i i feel it's important to understand all of the different layers of these dimensions because we will experience a linear reality if we're not able to hold the charge to retain our memories and go into soul individualization so it does impact us beyond death, but it depends on what level you're talking because on another level, no, it doesn't. And, you know, this is paradoxical consciousness. And unless you are able, as I, I know everyone is here, but there are many in the, tr- in the spiritual community who aren't able to get their head around paradoxical consciousness or multidimensional consciousness. So they don't understand what's being said. So, you know, I've had a lot of... Um, Um, bad comments about this recent information that I've been bringing forward but that's the information coming through me Um, you know this this Maxine is designed to affect the consciousness and the soul not just the physical body it is the incarnational line and beyond the physical self that they are wanting to have dominion over And that includes not wanting a starseed influx to continue because starseeds are incarnating in their droves and have been for years. That is not their agenda. It's the opposite of what they want. They don't want enlightened souls coming in because they can't create a slave race if everybody is aware. So it's very deep, very complex, very convoluted. And I've really just scratched the surface on that.
2: Yes. so I, I i did i one last i did want to say as you were saying that that there is the shift is going to happen while we're incarnated in this lifetime is was what i've been told is that i'll still be alive for it but it's you know when that is is all up to us i would i would agree with you magenta that as that wave comes through and that shift occurs if you have altered your dna to keep you from getting the light codes or whatever it was you were saying yeah you're not going i i tend to i tend to agree with that your body won't go i mean maybe if you were designed to go you're gonna die and go anyway but you know what i mean so anyway okay i'm gonna stop someone ultimately
0: because you have to be a match you have to be a match frequency vibration to that so how could you go if you're not you know so then there's alternate options but let's let's
1: Go ahead, um, awesome. Well, it's great to hear everybody and I'm just, you know, thinking a lot about, you know, Pluto, the whole process of Pluto. Pluto rules viruses, but it also rules alchemy and transformation and it's connected to death and death, of course, is cyclical so death is followed by rebirth but if there's mind control, there's going to be an energetic signature that feeds pathogens and causes them to replicate because like epigenetics, the mind control affects our DNA because it's no longer connected to a truth frequency. It can only mimic or replicate as AI does a uh, uh, a bioweapon, a mind control virus. And the 5G is all included in that. So our biology suffers when we're not connected to a truth frequency because mind control is not listening to Uh, our higher mind. It's operating from what the media tells us, what people like Fauci tells us and what um, psychopathic uh, leaders tell us that they might not realize um, what they are, uh, these crimes against humanity. Uh, A lot of people don't know who's who and they don't wanna see who's who. So they're taking orders from people that absolutely don't have our um, best interests at heart. So if we're stunted in the birth canal and we're not going through a completion of a transformation um, cycle we are going to be locked in you know this kind of mind control and what we've been dealing with on the planet as of 2020 uh, were the conjunctions of Pluto Jupiter Saturn it really represented a huge time of rebirth for the collective uh for humanity and instead of being able to complete this transformation cycle a lot of people chose to fear death mask up take orders and allow the virus aspect of Pluto to set in. Because if we're lodged in the birth canal and we're not completing a transformation cycle, it's because something's telling us to fear what's on the other side and to believe something other than truth. Uh, and that's you know, kind of what's happening. And so um, instead of the transformation being complete, it's generating and birthing whatever is using that creative channel or creative womb that men and women both hold to continue to generate you know archons or entity attachments in the form of low vibrational words behaviors Uh, we see that in the divide and conquer and and, uh, unhealthy ego that hasn't integrated with the soul um, and um, higher spirit so that soul or that individual is already in a very vulnerable position um, we've been dealing with bioweapons and assaults for many, many thousands of years. What is the difference between somebody who can overcome it and somebody who can't? And I feel if a person can wipe the mind control, change the energy signature of this jab, um, and I mean, there, there's got to be some kind of greater technology or process that a person can go through. Uh, Dr. Christopher Macklin and I know you know all of you um, hold pieces of this you know greater awareness that you know these things can be altered. And so I feel the difference between somebody who might not make it in the physical because of these things, if they're able to purify and mind wipe the mind viruses and the mind control, they're going to be okay. But if a person is still hooked into it, their life force is still being siphoned. And they're running the risk of being born into greater genetic modification to the point where um, some of these scenarios that I feel take place with grays and abductions have to do with uh, continuing a Birthing cycle that isn't organic anymore. And so you keep kind of coming in even more compromised than before, and maybe, you know, taken off into some base or some operation uh, that has to do with the manipulation of, of uh, humans and also the targeting of star seeds and things like my labs. That's sort of theoretical. I know there's a military component, but they gain their information through reverse engineering things and learning how things operate. So the robotic cyber genetic part of it. And the modification of biological vessels, and also um, even how they were able to genetically modify the planet with reversal uh, technologies, dark technologies that created this auric field of a net and sort of this concept of prison planet, um, is very much a breakthrough we have to have within ourselves to release the fences and the seals within our DNA to begin to upgrade. And we can't do it without the mind control. If the assaults and the weapons were enough, um, we wouldn't be dealing with Mockingbird Media and manipulation of the medical industries and indoctrination in the school systems. The two are kind of going hand in hand. So that choice people are making is gonna make it incredibly difficult to be able to unwind because of the next level of program that comes in. Uh, And that's the unfortunate part, but I feel if we stay in the love frequency and we just hold the faith for those that have made that choice um, and can keep a dynamic with them that is elevated beyond the programming of divide and conquer or um, you're not welcome in my life anymore because this is the decision you made. Not everybody's going to act upon that and do that even though I mean I'm witnessing it a lot in my own family and it's incredibly shocking. Another big aspect has been Pluto square Eris. Eris is a asteroid and so this is also what's stunting um, growth because Eris uh, has a lot to do with feeling rejected, uh, treated unfairly. It's an archetype of the goddess connected to strife and conflict. So I, I really feel that the mother energy, and this also exists within men, is processing through a certain level of grief and rage. It doesn't mean it's always there, and it doesn't mean like everybody's experiencing it the same way, but I feel at least I'm definitely processing and freaking Ares has conjunct my Chiron, which has been a really quite a blast, I have to say. Um, but we're all going through this. I mean, we're all going through it to a certain degree Uh, varying degrees and it kind of depends what week you catch us (laughs) like um, and we can all just sort of be supportive and I think the most important thing right now is to just be supportive build community I still see so much competition so much lower energy Um, and and it's a little disheartening and uh, and that is what it is and it's important not to allow that to get the best of us but this aspect moves very slowly and it's peaking again uh, October 8th um, which could be you know, quite the challenge. And we'd be dealing with uh, six retrograde planets, including Pluto and Chiron. Um, and that connecting with the north and south node uh, really um, is taking us into a deeper soul process um, that is quite deep, requires a lot of purging and a lot of self-honesty and a lot of self-accountability so that we can really begin to deal with the traumas and the wounds and the triggers um, and shield ourselves accordingly or stand up and you know, where we feel we need to be heard. Um, But the Ares square also deals with deep-seated fear and anger um, connected to civil unrest, all the things that we're seeing in the world. So we're going to be dealing with it on a micro level and a macro level. And if we can master the micro part of our world and ourselves, um, we're generating something into the collective that can help people to overcome where they feel most confused, most lost, most, uh, you know, compromised. And that's kind of like all our roles is to really pay attention to what's showing up in our world do our best to take the higher road um, and work through it, work with it. And just know that in doing that, um, it adds to this rebirth transformation cycle. And even though there's this assault and, and disappointment of those that are choosing to take it, I feel that this particular ascension window period has the capacity to nullify the mark of the beast because of the 13th sign in the presence of ether. Um, And it's purifying effects that it has on our DNA and the nucleic acids in our DNA. And I just pray and just kind of hold space for that, for some people being a strong enough force to undo the replication of this AI and this hybridization of humans, because I feel like the punishment doesn't fit the crime for those that felt they had no choice. They need to put food on the table. They didn't know what else to do, but they're not totally programmed. They're not completely in the toxicity of the mind control programs and they might realize wow as their soul begins to leave the physical because it's not able to occupy this this modifying vessel that that soul consciousness might say what did i do you know i made the wrong choice i can see myself subtly changing and i don't like it that there's hope for those individuals but the ones that are getting more and more entrained and enslaved through the mind control program without realizing it it doesn't look so good for them but i feel that we can hold space for those that um, held good intention, didn't do it you know, in a sort of toxic sort of, uh, we're just doing it for, to, to play on the political side of you know, standing you know, for something and then hating on you because you don't agree. You know, just what we see with a lot of the programs. Um, I, I really do feel that they're not connecting with the soul essence anymore and they're just in the mind control. Whereas others that are feeling trapped and are not able to get back into the body, that that soul holds enough intelligence and consciousness and awareness to not um, continue to, you know, necessarily incarnate into 3D Earth like Magenta was talking about. So I have to hold that, you know, piece of hope for those particular souls, but it, it really doesn't look good for the ones that um, are not able to break the relationship with uh, these false movements and the false narratives and this lower vibration that people are choosing. Like uh, I think it was you, Magenta, that said. Um, it's just easier to stay in those lower realms so it's easier to agree to the things that represent keeping a person in those lower vibrations and frequencies and that's where ai uh holds the greatest threat is in those lower vibrations and i feel like when the minute a person breaks the program that is when we can begin to turn the weapon on them and where these technologies and this modification program can actually become somewhat enlightened to the point where it takes down those dark forces, and it nullifies and neutralizes how these dark weapons work. But it has to be a war that's won within, and that a person is powerful and intent enough in their own consciousness to override it, and that we're here to help them with that on some level.
5: I agree with you 100%. And actually, (laughs) um, I'm really on the same page with you, Laura, because um, what I wanted to talk about was the divide and conquer humanity master plan that started with Adam and Eve, which was man versus woman. And then it morphed into Christian versus pagan, um, Muslim versus pagan. I mean, and then all of a sudden, Democrat versus Republican, mask versus unmasked, you know, versus un. And this is where we are right now. This is humanity. And it's either you when you do this, you're in willful ignorance of the actual facts and what it can actually do to you, or you are afraid that you're not gonna put bread on the table. And I was wondering where I fit in in all this and how I could contribute to the collective because part of me is in you know this world and then part of me, like I work in the media and the whole Mockingbird media thing, which is really difficult right now to find work in coming from where I come from because I'm not a propagandist. I'm not going to you know sell some work or do work for a magazine or a newspaper that is only going to print that point of view. I have, the, I, I, th- I have my own consciousness, and I think, and I you know we're cr- all critical thinkers here. We're aware of what's going on, and I think we have um, an obligation, a sole obligation to be conscious of what we put out there in the universe and to put out truth. I think it's very important now to, to be kind of like, they say that humans are bells and when something resonates, it resonates within us. And, and that's how we discern truth. I mean, I feel that, like that's how I discern truth. And I think that it's really important for us to, to s- stay on a higher level. And you're right, hold space with people who made, wrong choice but it doesn't mean that we have to you know subject ourselves to you know the hate because we didn't do what they did i mean i have many friends who are in the media who are adamant and you know they say the most horrible things like we wish you were dead and blah 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 and and here we are i mean here we are it's either it's like either the great reset or the great awakening It's where there is like this great battle going on it's a battle as we know of consciousness of spiritual consciousness this is the great war that we've been we've been building up to for 26,000 years and will humanity win this great epic war or not and this is where we are and i feel like you know there's the whole thing here is also part of feeding into the shadow government it's like there're different governments right now there's a parallel government which is the white hats, there's the, the dark, the shadow government, and there's the official government, which is just a facade. And hopefully, I don't know whether the parallel government is going to win, and I actually don't even think we need a government, because my feeling is, and I'm actually going to do this as a t-shirt, we the people free the people. And once we all unify and 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 stop the divide and conquer master plan, and realize that we are all one and the real enemy isn't those who are not masking up and not doing this and that we are all one and the real enemy is, are the 38 people or the 38 entities and their puppet masters. They're the rulers who are trying to take control, who made earth a prison planet since the very beginning, right? And it's now time for us to turn it around. They're the real enemy once we realize that, once we unify, really unify, and whole, the whole thing about unity, I just want to talk about this too, because it seems like what has been good has been like, you know, the word co-opted, co-optics. It's like, uni- the word unity has been as a co-optic right now. It's like, you know, there's a side that's saying, you know, we all we're all about unity. Well, no, it's like, if you're about unity doesn't mean you're about hive mind it doesn't mean you're like you've got this political agenda which is not about unity and it's not about love it's about control and it's about willful ignorance of the facts and just doing whatever your political party tells you as opposed to thinking for yourself and i think real unity comes from realizing the oneness within and that we're all of soul and we are all divine consciousness and humanity hasn't even realized and recognized who we are and how we are the true human. Once we realize that we are the anthropos that God the mother and God the father created from the very beginning. And once we realize that, and once we get connected to our DNA, Laura, you talk about this all the time, right? Once we do that and once we, then we are we are more powerful than these archons, these archonic energies ever were, and that's when we will really, really be who we are meant to be. Humanity is divine. we are more powerful than these archons. We are more powerful than any entity that is trying to crush us, and all we have to do is realize who we are and we can overcome anything and I think. I believe in the spirit of humanity I believe in our divinity I believe in our hearts I believe that we are connected to mother earth earth is an anagram for heart and we are connected to earth we are great connected to Sophia who is planet earth we are connected to God the mother God the father we are connected to spirit and I really think it's about the choice between fear versus love and a love injection will trump an injection of anything else every time. So that's my that's what I have to say.
0: Oh. <laughs> Who would like to go next?
4: I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why my, my my I'm not coming to this big screen when I speak for some reason. Maybe I gotta speak louder. Hey. <laughs> well I don't know. <laughs> So so yeah there's so much to talk about you know but uh, about I'm um, keep on the topic of the the vaccine and healing the vaccine you know after you do it so one thing I want to share is that every action has a consequence right so anything that we do will have a consequence no matter what so some people may call it karma that that is like an action and reaction, you know. But once we take that choice, you know, there may be ways that we can help facilitate. But there will be consequences. Then it's not just like I'm gonna do it and then I'm just gonna go and like oh, I'm gonna jump in the ocean and pray and that's it. There will be consequences, you know. So those consequences we have to be aware and and just be. You know, just be aware that we have to work hard afterwards and like Aurora say even like fight for our soul. And and then from there, you know, I had people asking me because there are a lot of people that are just <laughs> And yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking too low, but my camera doesn't come. Some people, some people are waking up now. And I had people messaging me like, it's been hard for me to maintain a high vibration. I'm finding out a lot about the matrix and everything that is happening. And it's been really hard for me to keep a high vibration. Do you have any advice, anything? And what I have to share about that is that we have to have that balance of, we can look into whatever is dark, whatever is happening and get real, cause that's essential. We cannot just overcome it with love lights and, and prayer and mantras. We have to look at it, but we cannot get stuck in it. And that's not the whole reality. Yeah, this is happening, but we are much more than that. You know, we have to connect as well more with our hearts, with our divinity, with source. So our own essence. So for these people that are even scared, right? Like I'm going to lose my job, but I'm not going to have money. They think they don't have a choice. But, you know, if you, you know, listen, if you're feeling this way, if you really connect with your hearts and with your higher self and with source and your essence, that is an infinite amount of possibilities. And that's the choice you have to make. You got to trust it. Sometimes that's a big test because the answers are not right here. We have to trust and we have to take that leap of faith. There will be more options. So it's about us like seeing what's happening on the basements. But then we know that there is much more. It's not just the basement. That is an entire reality. So we cannot just be stuck. you know. And if you're watching too many videos and too many things and it's keeping you in a low vibration, then maybe you got to go in nature more. Maybe you got to meditate more. Maybe you got to you know, watch beautiful things, read a book or something that is inspiring. Don't ignore it. Pretend it's not there, but don't stay stuck in it and know that there are other things that you can do to connect with love you know love is everywhere as well and it's not that's not the only reality and yeah it's a it's an intense path especially when we see like people that we love you know and they making some choices that we we can see maybe that is like a hard path or a painful path but if we You know, is learning to let go as well and learning to trust that they are on their own journey and learning to let go and learning to connect now with the higher perspective that we are all one up here. You know, we are all one everywhere, but then some people may choose to feel separate and going to separation. And well, and then to finish, (laughs) there's a lot that is the the boundaries because we talk about unity and we are all one. And some people are even like falling out of my life now, so they don't understand my perspective and my boundaries. You know, people they're like, I don't want to be away from people that, you know, have taken the poison juice or whatever. But the way I see it, I have my boundaries. So even that I know I am one with the universe that is organic, I also have my boundaries. Like, I'm not just going to let anyone walk into my house, you know, and bring like maybe a messed up energy and intentions here. Like, I love you. But we are not aligned to walk together right now. I love you. I wish you well, but you're not, you're going to stay out of my house and that's okay. And I still love you, but I'm not going to be your best friend and trust my secrets. Even that I know on a soul level, we are one. And that's a big difference, you know, with that. So I have those boundaries and that's okay. Even when we love someone, I feel like it's okay to love them and know that they're going on a path that we are not aligned to go together. But,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's my my ten cents.
2: Beautiful. Anybody
0: else want to go second time?
2: Sure. Um, while we're having these conversations, I just want to interject the polarity, the polarity envelope is an artificial construct the The idea of polarity, when we look out at the universe and this one and however many others that you think there are in the multiverse we see a single positive energetic that is universal and that would be the unity love collectiveness and all of that stuff when i was in session and a lot of the information that i bring forward is from the different sessions that i've been in to get clarity i saw visually the polarity envelope and its creation it was this very colorful thing And uh, I was looking as we were talking, I was going to try and put up the image, but I guess I'm not savvy enough to be able to do that because I don't have a lot of Zoom meetings. But the polarity envelope... Yeah, I'll give
0: you access to it so you can put it up.
2: Okay. But the polarity envelope ends. And when I'm talking densities, it's a little confusing. But when I talk densities, consciousness is photonic particulate. The more photonic particulate you have, the higher your photonic density. The more abilities that you have through your consciousness, because the more energy you can hold in your particulate. So when I'm speaking of densities, I'm speaking of the densities of your consciousness. And as you move up in conscious density, you move up in your abilities. And at sixth density, the polarity envelope ends at sixth density. There was a period of time where it had pushed up into sixth density through the actions and the conquest and everything that they were doing. Um, share screen. Uh, let's not do that because I'll lose track. But as as we talk about all of these nefarious things that are going on, these detractors that are pushing us towards collectivity, so polarity was designed to be something that needed to be overcome so that we wouldn't stagnate, so that we would find this negative mess, something we didn't want, so that we would move up into collectivity and move past sixth density into the collectives that we need to power the universe so all of these things that we're discussing all of this stuff and i, I bring this up because my Myra was talking about how we have more power this is absolutely true in the fact that the universe is this what we call positive polarity for lack of you know the anything else it is the the energy of the universe it's immeasurable This negativity, like I said in my discussion in the beginning, is a limited construct. And because of that, they're looking to increase and maintain their energetics by keeping people in it. However, it's easy enough for us as we join collectives and we have these conversations and we share our light and our love and our knowledge to become collective and decide that this is not something that we want anymore. We don't want to play the game. We want to move forward. And these actors that are still in negative polarity playing their negative games, they're more than welcome to continue to do it. But I don't think any of us sitting here want to be a part of it anymore. And we're talking about it and we're moving forward. So I just wanted to, to, you know, give a little bit of a, a sounding board that we have the ability to overcome this. This is not insurmountable. It seems like it from where we are in this construct, but it's not. We just have to come together, which obviously their idea is to keep that from happening. And once we do that, then we can move forward. So um, I'll try and find that. And I'll, I'm going to go mute again and let someone else talk. And then I'll, I'll pop up that little thing from my book. Can I say something
5: about um, the whole getting rid of what is whatever is in, okay? So there are doctors out there like Dr. Ed Group and uh, Dr. Zelenko to a certain extent who have devised formulas, but I think Ed Group in particular has like um, protocols that will actually Get some of that the like graphene out of your system. So, on a physical level, you I'm not talking spiritual, but on a physical level, I do think there may. Oh, what happened? Okay, <laughs> I guess I'm a. i am guess I'm a diagram now. There are actual. There are ways <laughs> out of it. So,
0: Todd, you're sharing your screen. That's how we can see love.
2: Yeah. I, I told you I'm a novice at this Zoom thing. I don't know how to <laughs> stop, just stop yeah. everybody from sharing. Stop share.
5: But anyway, so I was just saying there are <laughs> options and it's not like a hard, you know, you you made this decision and now like if you have remorse over it, there are ways, hopefully, that I've heard that you can possibly get it out of your system. Has anybody else heard anything about that?
3: Yeah, I'd just like to say this is why I mentioned tea at the beginning Mm -hmm. and said (laughs) a simple thing. These these teas are very, very powerful. And I I haven't heard of any doctor's protocols, but I have heard of David Wolfe's protocol, which is absolutely fantastic. So what I'm being told is I know that there are some psychics or intuitives that are saying they see mass ending of life uh, via those who have taken this choice. I've never seen that. I see, um, yes, there will be loss of life, but not to the extent that people are saying. So one can preserve the physical body. That doesn't necessarily mean that an ascension process will take place um, because of that inability to hold that charge. Now, there are Mm -hmm. some individuals, I am told, and this goes with what Laura is saying. There are some individuals who do wake up and realize that that's not the path they wanted to. To take and if they are utterly committed utterly devoted to working on multiple levels then potentially they can actually hold enough charge to go through an ascension process or a partial ascension process with support uh, although i have been told at the moment the most probable timeline we are looking at is that it's the very rare few who actually do this which is not really the greatest mm-hmm. of news and i'd love to be able to say lots of people do but at the moment the timeline is showing the very rare few just like to say i agreed with everything that uh, mayara said it's you know love these people but have your boundaries get your boundaries in place for me family can come into my home and i will hug them um, no matter what they've done but i'm not going to do the same thing for other people who are not my family no matter how much i love them because we have to protect ourselves. And as Laura said, we are looking here at, um, you know, the bio W and people are walking around generating that. Just like to say, I also agreed with everything Todd said. And I think when Todd mentions the sixth density, that's what my guides call the seventh dimension, which is where polarity unifies. So we, we are here within this polarity construct, which is a construct for us to overcome and we go through these densities or dimensions until we actually come to a place of neutralization. So they call that the seventh dimension. And I believe that that is sixth density looking at sort of two different models. So um, yeah, I just wanted to say that agreeing with what everyone's sort of saying here. So.
0: Beautiful, if I may go next. So um, that is really beautiful what you said about the seventh dimension. Um, something that we teach with the Galactic Akashic Um, you basically use the sacred teachings of the Kabbalah and then which is also in direct connection to the tree of life and in that perspective what um, they've channeled uh, for this um, these teachings is that the seventh dimension is the center of the Kabbalah which is basically for the tree of life it's like the heart where it becomes um, unity and also provides love light to it's like um. It provides love light for the below and then also the above so it, it it's like the balance of the higher dimensions into the lower dimensions. Yes, yeah, so I love that so I wanted to also add. Um, for because I didn't finish the first the first um, question, I want to add because you all set it up so beautifully um, what is it possible to um, to heal. the The jab now that go again infinite perspectives however um what we've been able to see so what we've been working with is so when we first did the video with magenta and laura um we discovered that what was going on is that when the person inserts you know the jab they what's going on with the so it's, it's it's kind of coming out of body right it's not really in the house when it does that um the part of what um magenta was saying it's like they're trying to create um you know their little army or their soldiers you can say so when they pull the soul out of the body because the organic soul can't retain it's hard for it to meet, retain the vibration the minute that they've done that, it's you can say it's like a negative contract um so once they do that um the soul is out and then you become um, in the galactic soul history of the universe. We go through a series of, of reptilian telling um, what that was like to become an army recruit for the Archons. Um, so, and in that journey, the the person's trying to positive polarize, but they're a negative polarized reptilian. Interesting enough. Um, so, once they do that, they the soul the soul is contained in. You could call it black magic, but it's be, it's according to the archons, it's their soul because you've agreed, you've consented. So that is what's going on. It's hanging out. and then at that point, there there is multiple and everything that I'm saying ha- it comes through channel and also comes through passive regressions through you know the <laughs> over four hundred alone passive regressions that I've had in these couple years. So, as they um, they are creating, mul- they can create multiple timelines. One of the multiple timelines is that they can become a future gray. As I was walking around, I would see people who were had the jab, and they would morph into this gray in front of me. A little creepy, but and I started asking, "What's going on?" And that's what they said: is that because they're morphing, their DNA, their coming, they're creating a timeline, a false timeline, and fragmenting their soul in some form, and then creating, becoming that great, which goes back to how Laura really feels that we can heal, you know, this, um, these ET races, and, and so on. Now, with that, what's occurring is that they can, there's so many different things. They could put them in a simulation, they can make clones out of them. That's what we're seeing in my lab, you know, experiments, they could UFO adopt them. There's many different things that you're basically giving away your sovereignty because you agreed to it, even though they did not perhaps no. And then at, at that point, whatever, you know, whatever they wanna decide on that. Um, now, with that though, is that we've had sessions many sessions as well as uh, my, my practitioners that got certified where only the, the the only being that has power to heal a soul and to bring it back from such a such an inversion an inversion of giving away your soul selling your soul away really is the the over soul, the higher self of the being and then as well as of course source and then archangels as they were the first fractals of source the very first beings. So we have, um, we've been working, and we have had several people actually transmute and heal um, forms of the jab. Uh, we've had um, practitioners heal a husband, you know, that had that was about to, that got the first jab is about to get the second jab. And then all of a sudden she's she's using sacred energy because we have the power and they had that twin flame connection to change his mind and not get the second jab. So there's all these different possibilities that we don't know which way that it will go, but I believe that all is healable because that is who I am. And that's why I'm here. Okay. To bring and anchor that bridge to humanity. And to remind them that all is heal, healable. So when you finally step into your sovereignty, your power, and you really start connecting and you know, removing, you know um, these negativities like eating meat and these different things that might keep you dense, and you really start working on yourself, and it, this could be decades of you working on yourself, of removing the the you know the jab. it is all is possible in my perspective, but then I also see the perspective where it is not possible as well so I see both and then just really bridging between the two third world splits how we have a whole series on that on our YouTube channel you can check that out but we constantly bridging that love light you know the ones that we are in the organic we have to keep bridging that love light and holding that space that love light for them until it is time if they really have done their work to release these inversions um, and then to answer the question about the, the children, what happens to them, we are, we're seeing videos that, goodness, this is like hard for me even to talk about, but we're seeing videos where there's children who have solid black eyes, or at three months, they're actually standing up. If you've birthed a child, and you've carried your child, you know that your child cannot stand up at three months. There's absolutely no way. You know, they're barely laying, maybe raising their head up at that point. Yeah. um, And when I saw these videos and you can find those under my social media, Facebook page and and, um, Telegram. So their eyes are black and then they're they're standing up or even the minute that they come to. They come out the first day there's their neck is right up. We, We know that the children can't do that right away through past life regression. They showed us that the way that they. Um, I don't even want to use create, but the way they make, let's say make grays is that they have them in labs, these arconic labs and in different dimensions. And then they have them in this like oh, gel of some kind, some kind of plasmic, but it's not positive. Some kind of, I don't know what it what you what name you would call it. So they're in there, and then by the time they come out, say it's kind of like an inverted way that a womb a mother would carry a child. They have them in this inverted AI womb. And when they come out, they're fully walking, okay? So uh, as hard as it is to say, we are starting to see, and you can watch the videos for yourself, that happening because like we explained at the beginning, when you allow the AI to be inserted into you, you're allowing it into your child. And then that child has a choice, leave or allow to become this transhumanism experiments that, that they are doing. And once more, I get very passionate about this because these children are not blinking. They don't blink, just like Grace. Okay. Um, and then it's it's going back to that the you know, they're they're playing God when they shouldn't be. And it's that same thing in Atlantis and why we fell. They're, playing with DNA, with humans, and we don't consent to that, and the more that we speak about this in in saving the children and not allowing this, the more that that ripple of love light will continue to shift consciousness. We we all have to believe it, we all have to be it, we all have to feel it, love it, know it, in all every essence that we are, okay? Um, So, It's about, you know, connecting to your higher self, connect to your higher self, remember yourself. That is key because when you remember yourself, then you remember that you're invincible and you're powerful and you're actually so powerful that you are up there in the galactics. You are infinitely up there and you with your infinite love light are countering this because you are that, that antidote, your love light is okay. Um, And then let me see. So remember yourself. And yeah, if there's anything else I wanted to add to that. Yes, and then also I want to add something to my something that Maya Ross said, you know, you go down this rabbit hole and you start watching all these videos, all these videos, the matrix and so on, and all these, um, you know, and then you get lost in it and you forget to find balance remember the ground, remember to s- sit in the sun, remember to hug a tree of those pillars of light that we talk about. Remember to connect to your essence and take time to find a balance between both because that is key, because that's when the love light comes in, you, that balance. And a lot of the information that you will hear, the majority will be inverted, will be compromised with AI arconic information into it. So you will you know, put yourself down further down that hole versus but of course, you know, throughout time, you're going into your heart, into your inner knowing, you, you can pull yourself out. Um, but yeah, that's what I want to say there. So thank you. Whoever um, wants to go next.
4: And then something, something about it, about what you said that I'm hearing, you know, like some, some people don't understand how this jab is, is different, you know, than the other ones. I, for what I know, none of them are good. You know, the ones that we take as a child, all of them is part of the plan. It's like for a lot of us that are like into it for years. And, you know, so we know more about the whole matrix and the whole control of our consciousness, mind control and all of it, you know? So a lot of us, we are aware of it, but for people that are not aware and are just waking up now, You know, they don't really understand the whole complex, complexity of it. But this, this new, you know, jab and this new V, you know, the the virus and everything. This is, I would say more (laughs) advanced that it's DNA alteration, experimenting with things like that is very different. Not that the other ones were good. You know, I'm being honest here about how I feel about it, that they were blocking us already. But at this one is is worse. <laughs> that's I guess all I gotta say from my
1: Yeah. Laura, yeah, you can go. Yeah, it's just it's heartbreaking to see that I mean people don't realize how different it is. And a lot of people are standing up for what they consider to be decent research that's saying, oh, well, this is how the M alphabet A, whatever, this is how it works. Uh, and they're defending it. And it's like, okay, where'd they get that information? Um, and I looked into it and it, it doesn't seem very substantial. And these aren't uh, individuals that are really coming out and, and describing it or, or in um, sort of a, a frontline kind of position. Instead, we see the inventor being censored, the inventor of this actual jab being censored and uh, folks like Dr. Shiva who has, um, I think, four to six or something like that, PhDs. And he's an expert in the immune system being censored. Um, And it's just disturbing to see the level of loyalty to a belief system over the obvious and how that hasn't been enough. And it's going to be a very, very difficult time uh, for quite some time. I don't even know how long uh, witnessing the casualties, the children that have lost their parents, the children that are also... Uh, being encouraged to take this and how they're going to keep modifying it to the point of quarantine camps. Uh, children can consent even if they're under a certain age. They already say 12 years old. You, you you can decide without your parents' permission. And so what we're seeing in Australia before it hits here, we have to learn from where it's at its worst, knowing that this is a global thing. And if they're doing it there, they're going to want to do it here. And um, And this is what's really difficult to witness is that, and I, you know, and I tend to not let this get to me and I've let it go a while back and we certainly don't have it going on here. And it's going to grow amongst those of us that aren't going to allow it is the, is the division. Um, We don't have time for it. We don't have time for any of it. Uh, It's like, this is, we're dealing with life or death stuff, not just like little ego issues or somebody's story doesn't line up with my story. So therefore I'm going to sue them kind of stuff. We don't have time for it. don't have time for it and any and i won't get pulled into it but it's hard not to want to call it out because if we're not a united front um and and we uh don't override this uh this fracture these fractures um are part of what feeds the louche and and part of what allows our infection to take place so as much as i don't want to pay attention to that i want to keep building um, what we've got as as far as community is concerned. And people, you know, are going to decide to align with what they're going to align with. And, and that's really, you know, up to them. But I just pray that that can heal because we need more numbers than ever right now. And the best gift that we can give the world is to, to, to lay down the swords and to give one another mutual love and respect. Because the details of stories and narratives are nothing of importance compared to cooperation, love, community, and helping each other through these times. And when it starts to sink down into that level, to me, it's just as bad as the divide and conquer and anything else. And it doesn't belong um, with the words, ascension and disclosure. And for those that talk about it, that are playing those games, um, it's getting worse with them. And I accidentally, well, I, 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 I've seen the next level of it. And that's kind of why I'm fired up. Otherwise, you know, if I have a day or two to process through it, I can become more neutral. But um, I'm really just grateful for those of us that have always held that or live by that level of integrity and mutual love and respect, knowing that we don't have to see things eye to eye. We can appreciate the diversity and perception as long as it is committed to truth and love and um, being of service to others and and, uh, being guardians of all that is sacred. And and of course, um, in alignment with Mother Earth and everything else. So I just want everybody who's listening to know um whatever you're going through you know we're building a new world not new world order not new age version but from the ground up on a grassroots level in our local communities to branch out into the greater world we're going to help transition doctors that don't want to come up, compromise themselves, police officers, everybody who has a position in their communities, teachers, you know, um, and 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 in our own particular ways, in align, uh, alignment with our own personal missions, this is at least the vision I have, and I know you guys all, we share this in common, that in order to do it, we have to encourage people to not compromise themselves. We can utilize all our gifts, our talents, our abilities, everything we learned in school or outside of school and begin to form communities based in, um, those, uh, uh, skills, right? So, so this is how we starve the matrix. A doctor that doesn't want to compromise themselves needs to meet with those that want to encourage them to use their skills in a way that we can provide income and energetic exchanges so that the the police officers that are in integrity, the doctors and the teachers and everybody in the society that feels that they have no other choice, that, um, there's more leadership on a local level in order to, uh, encourage you know people to turn the other way. Because that is going to collapse the system, is is deciding not to compromise. And the more that we can uh, work on a local level to um, build this level of community, I think we're going to be in good shape. Because if we have certain police officers, doctors, and teachers on our side, there's nothing that we can't do. And I know our numbers are greater than theirs.
5: I agree with that 100%. Um... Living where I live in New Jersey, the New York, New Jersey area, um, the whole thing about the restaurants, you know, doing the Vask, the you know, looking if you could if you're vaccinated, you know, the Excelsior Pass, I, I would I would not frequent any of those restaurants. First of all, I can't get in them anyway. Um, going to doctors who don't support the system. I mean, I think we're are. We could speak financially and make a stand and support each other, support people who are like-minded, and also you know grow our own food, um, support local farmers, do everything on a grassroots level and I also think talks like these are really, really important because the more we talk and the more dialogue we have, the more we fight the censorship and I think you know there are people who are still in the middle who don't know which way to go. And the more we talk to them and find them, the more we could bring them over to love instead of fear, which is really like a big decision. And I think it's really important to keep a dialogue and not not shut people off. I just think the more we speak and the more we come from love and the more we come from the unity of spirit and our divinity, the more powerful we will be. And the more we can fight the fight the the 1%, the people who are trying to hold us down, who are trying to depopulate us, because we all know that this plan has been going on for quite some time, and this is the great war we're in, and I really think we can win this war if we all come together, and we will triumph because I think we are more powerful. Our divinity will trump Whatever they are, whatever entities they are, and I don't think they're from this world anyway, but we all know who they are. So, I mean, Laura, you did that great talk about, you know, that went viral of, you know, who, the uh, Illuminati, right? So, I I really, again, I really believe that we will triumph and we will conquer and love conquers all and humanity will win and God will win. So, and I just, Again, I want to thank you, Aurora, for for putting this panel together, because I think talks like these, again, are really important. And it was great meeting you, Todd, and Magenta, and Mayora, and of course, Laura. So again, I want to thank everybody.
0: Beautiful. Unless there's someone that wants to add anything else of importance that you feel in your heart you want to say, or actually you can add it when you finish up your introduction. In your um, ending. So let's all give a beautiful just note of inspiration or whatever you want to share, just to conclude, and then we'll go ahead and finish it up there. I think Marissa started it for us. Whoever wants to do that next.
3: Well, I'd just like to say to carry on from what Marissa is saying, that whilst there are multiple different timelines and eventualities, what I'm being shown is all of those converge together to create an inevitability. And no matter which timeline you go down, no matter which machination or um, twist and turn that the dark ones try, everything moves into this convergence and this inevitability. And that inevitability is, and very much looks like everything that Laura was saying, everything that Marissa was saying about people coming together. Now, what we're going to go through from now till then Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's tough. Yes, it's challenging. But there will be more unity than we've ever known. And it will be starting at a grassroots level. And it goes forward into this inevitability. This, this agenda that the Dark Ones are aiming for is finite. It simply cannot sustain. These higher energies, and Todd was talking about this photonic stream they can't survive within that. So it's finite. So when we look at that, there is really only one outcome. And we can align with that outcome, despite what's going on, despite the, the, the troubles and traumas and, and the, the, the microcosmic realities that Laura was talking about that can occur with our friends and family that make us disappointed and all these things. Yes, that's going to happen. But when we look forward and see this inevitability, the outcome is exactly as Marissa was saying, humanity does win this because the organic timeline is infinite. It's not finite. It won't end. And I think, you know, it's going to happen sooner than we think. And I, I, I'm not talking about the inevitability itself in its fullest, because that, that isn't just one moment in time. It, it spans multiple uh, amounts of time and we're kind of in it now. But I think as we go forward, even though there are these um, you know, dark things that are occurring, for example, over here in the UK, we have a massive engineered petrol shortage. There are people queuing for up to two hours to get petrol. Carers can't get into work, so they're in tears because by the time they get to the petrol pump, they've run out, and this is across the entire UK. And so you know, this is a global um, situation. So everyone in other countries, keep your tank full you can do these little things, stock up your food and prep and everything. But ultimately, if you stand in that joy, and that knowing of that unity, when you do that, you line up with that inevitability. And it brings it to you now. So you can go out in the midst of this crazy petrol shortage. And it just so happens that you're coming out of a family member's home and it just so happens that the garage at the end of the road has just opened and they've just had a delivery and there's no queue and you're the one who bypasses all the drama and the hassle because you're in that new earth energy already and we can all do that and if we have that knowing that's how we're going to get through this so I think that's an important thing to say
0: beautiful beautiful thank you thank you um and then just wanted to
3: say that did actually happen to me i was the one who found the (sighs) petrol garage and you know i i have a full tank because i mean it was just just unbelievable i had kind of asked for it i said i don't want to be part of this I, i bear witness to it and i'm there for everyone i love and i'm checking on them have you got any petrol is everything okay can you get to work but for me i said please allow me to just I'm not going to go into fear. I'm not going to go into panic. I'm going to stay in that knowing. And I know that I'm lining up with that. And that's what happened to me as I came out of the road of a family member's house. They just had a delivery and there were no queues. And I sailed through and filled my tank up. And, you know, everyone around me is falling apart with this. Oh, and for everyone in the UK who keeps asking me how long is this going to last? It's it's not going to be over just yet. It's not going to be over in a couple of weeks, they're saying. So... Just, you know, don't let it get to you. Be aware that there are other ways of moving. And if you can't put petrol in your car, then look at the other things that you can do. There's always, always a way.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. Um, I will go ahead and do my conclusions. I wanted to add uh, to what Magenta said it's, already, it's going to happen. The reason why it's going to happen is because we made it to that collective point as a universe to the 12-21-2020 when the final splitting occurred. That's why it's going to happen because it's too so late. You could do whatever you want, which we don't consent to. However, that timeline is already there. There's nothing that can shift it. There's nothing that you can do which your false games. That's what we're telling you as a universe. There's nothing you can do. We will always rewrite itself back to organic, because it's already been activated, and there's nothing that can change that. It's online, okay. And wanted to say something just from kind of um, from the from divine mother aspect. So you were born from the most beautiful, sacred energy the most beautiful sacred energy that was created with the most infinite love of sacred alchemy you were you were born to be sovereign to be free to speak to love your brother and to fractalize to even come out of source to experience yourself out of source so that we could all come back and review upon what you experience This is why we fractalized and came out of source, why we created these infinite stars that are soul groups that you birth out from, and then you incarnate into these different planetary spheres. Remember these different experiences through whatever form, whether it's meditation, through dream time, which is huge crystals, because as you remember it, you will activate further and further. You can envision it's it's like a DNA strand, right? Like it's just like that, our 12 DNA strands. And every little little that we regain from our soul, and we step into these 13 laws of the sacred universe that we talk about, the law of free will, this, you know, the law of rhythm, these universal construct that actually 12, 13 keys that keep this universal construct in balance. The more you learn about this and you act upon them. And you be that sovereignly, the more that you become free and then you assist and sovereign, of course, and then you assist the collective and you assist the universe. And that is the most profound way that you could do that. And when you learn your sacred laws and what you were birthed into, your birthing sacred laws, you become invincible in many ways. You become impenetrable because you can use these sacred laws against them and when you start walking that path the highest most possible avatar state that you are of this infinite love things just bounce off things just transmute things just go back to source you are impenetrable remember that the dark forces like to play an illusional game that they're more powerful than you and they'll give you false visions they'll mess with your emotions with negative technologies but you are the most powerful They're scared of you. They are scared of you, because you are the antidote. And I love you with all that I am. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I love
1: you. (laughs)
2: Whoever. to thank you you so much. (laughs) So um, I just want to close this out with we're talking about how to stay in your sovereignty and how to stay in the higher energies. as we're doing this, I, we have books, many of us have books that we've already written. And we know that these books have encodings that bring light and higher energetics to the people who engage with them. The same is true of the negative aspects that are doing their things. Now, I, I don't watch the news or any kind of TV shows or anything, but I was forced to in an emergency response exercise for my state that I have to participate in. And CNN was on, and it was just total one right after the other. It's on like five screens, and it's just going in the background. Let me tell you something. There is some kind of something, signal something coming from that stuff, because even when I was trying not to pay attention to it, it's like you could just feel it like pulling on you or something. So if you're trying to stay in your sovereignty, my first suggestion is, turn off the news any kind of mainstream news even the the publications that they're putting out these mainstream everyone's calling it mockingbird media these things are designed to keep you in fear and to keep you in a lower vibration and the sooner you disengage with it or if you're going to disengage with it understand that you need to keep some kind of shield against yourself before you even go into reading this stuff To know what the other side's doing just stay sovereign is what we this is kind of what we say you know shield yourself from this stuff understand it for what it is and if you're gonna watch it just be careful and instead we should all focus on love and unity and and helping each other and the peace that's coming for everyone thank you all
1: So I guess we're going around in closing. I guess I'll, I'll uh, say my final words. My website is uh, cosmicgaia.org. I have a new show and I'd love to just create more with you guys, of course. And that's every Thursday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. And I just really enjoyed this so much. I mean, I just feel like so much important information has been shared and it's so Im- necessary and important also to stay in these kind of conversations and dialogues because our words create reality. And when we look at all that's been targeted during this particular window period, um, the transformation cycle has been targeted. I feel the Aquarian age and Ascension in general to a certain degree is being weaponized so that we do go into reversal. We do um, step away from our greater potential uh, because we're afraid what, the parachute's not gonna open if we take a a leap. Um, And uh, and so also the muzzling all that kind of stuff. It's all very, very symbolic of where we should step into without the trickery and deceptions. Um, so when a narrative is being steered and is trying to shut down something, that's where we need to counteract it by stepping into something. So if our lungs are being compromised, if our breath is being compromised, we should really breathe in the breath of life, not fear the breath of life, because that's the Holy Spirit. That's the planetary consciousness. That's the great mother energy who's here. Um, and if, uh, we're being uh symbolically our, our our mouth is being shut off. We need to speak truth, we need to speak louder, um, six feet apart. Maybe we just need to hug instead, and of course we need to protect ourselves and and it's gonna be a little bit. Uh, interesting to navigate until we feel a certain level of safety. And regardless of where we are, nobody needs to push each other into doing anything they don't feel comfortable with. And that's why the boundary thing is so important. And I've noticed with certain people, there's a certain level of shaming, or uh, even what I saw in some new age communities, if you don't follow this, um, this means this about you. And, And the thing is, you know, dropping the judgment, and dropping the labels, even the label sheeple, you know, just because people are paralyzed in a certain maybe fear anxiety based reaction. It doesn't do us any good to segregate the type of person that they are, but to just hold love even from afar, um, and 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 realize you know it's 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 love that is the substance of alchemy that can turn lead into gold, um, and that greater ether spirit energy. And uh, boundaries doesn't mean segregation, doesn't mean judgment. It just means self-preservation and listening to our intuition and making sure that we feel comfortable with what we're doing. Um, and sometimes we have to have boundaries to our closest of loved ones and partners. Uh, and 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 that's an incredibly important thing, but it doesn't mean that the love needs to go anywhere. And we're telepathic. We can love from afar. We can help heal the collective and any individual that we're close to from afar and hold great intent for those that are struggling and confused that they'll wake up and that those that are ultimately under the worst of programming that they will be deprogrammed. And we generating that energy into the collective field and to one another, regardless of what we decide to do with what is being cast upon us, um, I think is where we win the war on consciousness and we've talked about that in previous shows. And uh, but but it's just important for our own process, I think, for anybody listening and you know, confused the very thing that they steer on a mainstream level, as far as a narrative is concerned, you got to ask yourself, what is the strength hiding behind the fear? What is the gift there? So, you know, don't be afraid to breathe, don't be afraid to. Um, step into your power and to take the risk to speak your truth and live a life in accordance with what that truth is. And truth doesn't mean it has to be pushed on others. It's a frequency that we connect with that will help us to upgrade our DNA. So.
4: Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. So, um, yeah, I like to talk about the, the importance of shielding, you know, so like giving something to anyone watching. Because I know it's a lot of information, so the importance of shielding yourself and how you shield yourself. You shield yourself with intention, and you shield yourself as well with visualization and alchemy symbols. So I have a video on my YouTube channel called "How to Shield Yourself from Negative Energy." Aurora has many videos as well on about keeping your vibrations high. How to shield yourself? Uh, Laura, I believe, had a video. I don't know if it's still up about. Not consensing or how to not consent. and because yeah, those things are everywhere, and even how Todd was saying this frequency, this you know, rogue signal, you know, that is uh, also false information. So, you have to you know, shield yourself if you want to maintain your sovereignty, so you are not allowing this kind of infringements into you. So, you use your intention, use your visualization, use alchemy symbols, use the sacred fire. Anything that feels good to you, watch our videos and do it every day. Like we do a couple times a day <laughs> with Aurora. She has, you know, guided me a couple times a day since I started doing it. Like definitely changing my life, you know, especially when I go to sleep at night. So, so yeah, shield yourself and be aware of what you're watching. And even on the spiritual community, there is a lot of infringements. So, focus on connecting with your heart. And, you know, any, any teacher, if they're sharing something guru, politician, whoever, doctor, connect with your heart. And can you feel love through what saying? Can you feel your heart expanding, even if it's a hard uh, truth? you know, but um, are you being presented any solution, anything that empowers you or is just confining you and saying, you know, the world's gonna end, everyone's gonna die. (laughs) No, there are always options, you know, so any, I feel like truth empowers us, you know, so notice if your heart is is constricting or expanding, truth will empower you and it's about um, someone else who was sharing that, when we realize, how powerful we are these things they have no power over us they want to keep us in fear and keep us thinking that they have power over us but when, when we really realize the, how powerful we are they are running from us so so yeah it's been a brilliant honor to be here and to be with all of you and share you know space and this information so many beautiful souls and thanks
0: so much for having me as well <laughs> beautiful so we all went oh thank you you all we will um upload this video um to our different uh, formats um of um channels thank you for being here is there are we good everyone's good all right thank you i love you honor you and respect you our infinite love to everyone thank you thank you